Blog Talk Radio. Boxing, 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 boxing. You tuned into Outsiders Boxing Podcast, where they only gonna give you the realest talking. Boxing, boxing. Outsiders Boxing Podcast Midweek Show Coming at you live Like we do most Wednesdays at 9pm Central I don't know if you can hear that in the background Very festive out here where I'm at right now Out here in Miami, Florida South Beach to be exact with the daughter doing a little father and, and daughter time. But I had to had to step out for a little bit and talk a little boxing because we got a pretty big fight coming up this weekend. And in fact we got a couple of pretty good fights going on this weekend. So we got a lot to talk about. But first want to give caution out to all those AT and T people that got AT and T uh cell phones. These guys are out here calling that I got a number I got called look at my phone, it says my name, Damon Wilson on it. I'm thinking my son's trying to call me from Sweden. I answer the phone. They hit you with a doo 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 doo. That's the official AT and T noise that when you call them or whatever, they, they hit you with that noise. Um talking about my password, some shit like that. I hung up call AT and T. They was like, it's a scam going on. So y'all watch out. The scammers are at an all-time high in 2019. So y'all keep y'all head out. Don't give them no information. Don't get nobody information about nothing. But, yeah, man, we got a lot to talk about in boxing this week. Um, like I said, we've got the big fight. I wouldn't call it a super fight, but we got a pretty good fight going on this weekend. Manny Pacquiao. 40 years old, fighting, well, I should have said, my bad, disrespect, Keith Thurman, young prime, WBA champion, putting his belt up against the WBA regular champion, all-time great, future Hall of Famer, Manny Pacquiao, on a Saturday night, Fox Sports pay-per-view, probably going to be doing some kind of fight party for that. Um, but we'll talk about that later on. Um, earlier in the day, I don't even know it's early in the day. I need to check it out. But on the zone, Dillian White and Oscar Rivas are going to match up in some kind of eliminator for the WBC championship. Um, whoever wins this is get, has a good chance on fighting the winner out of Wilder and Fury, if that happens to be who has the WBC belt, maybe King Kong Ortiz has the WBC belt after a while. But I think that's a pretty good fight. 21-5, and Dillian White against Oscar Rivas, 26-0 heavyweight fight. And on Friday, we got another eliminator. Pretty good fight. 
uh, one of the uh, upcoming American prospects, young 21-year-old, one of these young fools out here in the boxing game, uh, Tiafimo Lopez, is fighting Mayoshi. Hey, niggas out here beeping like it's uh, New York, which is crazy. That's how you know that you're not on the South anymore. I never heard so much beeping except when I was in New York, Chicago. Boys beeping like it ain't shit. But back to boxing. We um, Tiafimo Lopez fighting Japanese up-and-comer. Well, I say up-and-comer. I think this guy's 30 years old, but he's 18 and 0. Uh, Masayoshi Nakatani. Another Asian, no, another Japanese guy with gold hair about to put in some work. But I think that's going to be a pretty good fight. We'll see who's fighting for the IBF world title eliminator. But before we get to the get to the fellas, because I want them to talk about this, um, we had a death in boxing. One of the best to ever do it especially when it comes to defense. A guy that was robbed a couple of times by, um, I think, uh, Chavez. I think he got the split decision against Chavez, even though he worked him. I think he got a unanimous L against De La Hoya, even though he gave him a boxing lesson. I'm talking about Pernell Sweet P. Whitaker. I think he died at the age of 55, maybe it's looking like. 64, maybe, I think he was hit by a car, something crazy, crazy way to go out, but uh, first off, I want to give a moment of silence for Sweet Pea, for Nell Whitaker. Now let's get to the fam Because like I said We got a lot of We got a lot to talk about tonight And I hope they can hear me well Because It's Ferraris driving by They trying to rev up the engine Niggas is beeping Bentley's passing by Guys Six six black guys In a uh, In a Two-seater Convertible Camaro Revving the engine up I don't know what's going on But Let's take it first To the west coast they say that's the best coast, but I don't agree. But we're going to take it out there to Inglewood to my guy, host of the Relatively Fat and Black podcast, my man Heavy Handed J, a.k.a. JP. JP, what's popping out there, man? Oh, man, shit, I'm just relaxing, laying back in the garage, looking at the laptop on a Wednesday evening, wishing I was you because it sounds like it's lit. Only problem is you're with daughter, so I don't know how lit that could ever be. Doesn't seem like it could be lit, but sounds like you're having a good time. He's taking some views. Um, shit, man, I wanna wanna tell a story. I'm inspired to tell a story about Whitaker. Now I'm 37. Me and Will are around the same age, some around. Uh. I go, I'm like a OG, so for my age, for me to have seen and been interested in Whitaker versus Chavez, you got to understand I'm probably like 12 or less. But where I grew up, um, that was a thing. You know, we, we had that interest. 
that young in boxing. And so in my neighborhood, all of my friends were Mexican. You know, I lived in a Mexican neighborhood in Long Beach. So we were into the fight. It was Whitaker versus Chavez. I'll never forget, I was at my friend Victor's house, and it was all his family was over. I'm in there, it ain't no thing. It's all it's all love. Um, 10 to 12 years old, may possibly less. Do the math. I'm not sure what year the fight was in, but I'm born in 82. So uh, watching the fight, dude, you could hear a mouse piss on cotton. It was so quiet in that house. And let me tell you, Chavez was the god back then. Chavez was the god back then. There's no question about it. So a lot happened. That fight was no draw. It ended up being a draw. But Sweepy, the first Mayweather, you know, without all the fame, without all this. But Sweepy would get knocked down every now and again. You could go back. A good fight to go back and watch is Roger Mayweather versus Whitaker. That's a good fight. Uh, Roger drops him, you know, but Sweepy, unlike Mayweather, you know, their defensive prowess is maybe similar. But Sweepy, unlike Mayweather, would actually go for it a little more, you know, sit in the pocket a little more and try to sit on a punch a little more. But was more elusive. Like Mayweather just had great, like, all-around defense, you know, just – but Sweepy was sitting that pocket, that pocket like that, almost like a Canelo to the second power, how Canelo's uh, above-the-waist movement is so, you know, on the elite level. Sweepy's above-the-waist movement. It wasn't, you know, in his earlier years he had legs. But during by the time he was fighting De La Hoya, De La Hoya probably had the better legs by this time. You know, but his his waist, his movement above the waist was, you know, unparalleled. So that's that, man. Uh, rest in peace. Got ran over, got hit by a freaking car at 55 years old. Uh, and you you probably want to hear that the driver was drunk and is going to jail. No, this guy wasn't drunk and isn't going to jail. It's just one of them circumstances where a person just gets hit by a car on accident and the driver stays there and then calls the, the you know calls 911 and does all the proper things and like look dude he just came out in the middle of the street and it was an accident and this seems to be what the case is from what I hear but decided for the weekend of boxing man Pacquiao in action what more can you say he's looking the part Keith is looking the part I think Keith may have gotten his swag back but it looks like Pacquiao may have gotten his swag back too. So let's do it, man. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. And let's uh, everybody, let's not forget that at one, probably for like four, three or four years, I remember being a young man in the game, just starting to watch boxing. I think Whitaker was the pound for pound guy. He was, like you said, he was the first Floyd Mayweather, but he wasn't talking no noise. But he was the pound for pound king for about four years, a lineal champ, an undisputed champ. Um, I think at the lightweight. Um, so we're talking about an all-time great. So R.I.P. Let's take it to Janelle. Uh, I think Janelle had a couple of losses in boxing this weekend. Uh, an old friend of his from the old show OTG, and of course Pernell Whitaker. So let's take it out there to the East Coast. 
Central New York to my man Janelle. Janelle, what's popping, man? What's good? What's goody, man? I'm chilling. I'm chilling, man. Man, doing my thing. Yeah, to make a long story short, um, yeah, like uh, uh, Yusef passed. Uh, uh, he's a cool dude. He's also a lawyer out there in Columbus, Ohio. He actually got me my gun rights back because I'm actually a felon. I did actually three years in the pen from 05 to 08. After 14 years, man, he got me my gun rights back. So I'm definitely grateful for him for that. I, I went to uh, uh, work home left one. He was out there. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's a real outgoing dude, real good dude. Um, um, as well as um, as far as the sweet pea, um, I mean, I mean, it's a shame. It's a shame for uh, it's. I mean, it's a big loss for the sport of boxing, man. Sweet P was that dude, man. Yeah, I mean, uh, he was that dude. He was his defense alone was fucking fun to watch. The way he made guys miss and look like fucking fools. You know what I mean? Well, I think we uh, lost it now. But before we get into boxing, man, I think we've got a long lost friend of the show. Some would even say my tag team partner. Is back. I don't know how many weeks he's been off. Seems like a couple of years, but let's take it to Central California to my man, 100 grand RC. RC, man, what's popping out there, man? Nothing much over here. You ain't check in with me about going out to 305, though. Well, RC, I mean, if you were on the last couple of shows, you would have known that, man. Hate to say it like that. <laughs> That's a lie. That's a bold faced lie. I woke up about man, nine something in the morning. All right, wonder what we're gonna be doing today. Oh, the show's already started without me on Sunday. Okay, that's cool. I'll just go about my day. And uh yeah, you know, but you guys held it down. Y'all don't need me anyways, man. So I you know, I just I'll be my I might go on a sabbatical like Slime's been doing for a little while. Well, we don't want that, man. We would, we we like to stay the family together, man. But we're glad you're here today with us. So, you got anything on? Uh, we were just talking about giving the RIP and our condolences to the Whitaker family with Sweet Pea. Yeah, um, I, I felt like as a part of the boxing community, I, I should have posted something and, and had my part to it. But everybody pretty much put out everything out there. Andre Ward, all the greats have spoken about it, Floyd Mayweather. And I echo the sentiments from everybody who had what they had to say. Um, in my opinion, one one to one A with Floyd Mayweather as far as defense goes in the game and just one of the best fighters in the game on top of that. It's a sad it's a sad story where it happened with a car accident going like that. I mean it's uh it's been a bad month for boxing for the for the legends of the sport that have been going out the way they did. And um I just wanna get the my condolences to the family and to to the people who uh have been who have been uh affected by this. And uh, you know, um one of the greats is gone, man, but it's never going to be forgotten, that's for sure. And we're going to continue to hold the legacy for Sweet Pea in the sport of boxing as it goes for the family around the world. Oh, excellent way excellent way to end that, RC, man. So let's go ahead and get to boxing. I'm not going to – we ain't going to play the Broner fuck all that after that. We'll, we'll wait to this. But let's go ahead. Let's take it 
let's take it from Friday to Saturday night. You know, usually we start with the big dogs, but I think we're going to start with a big dog, a little big dog, Fimo Lopez. You know, I think he's a Nicaraguan American. He's one of these guys that I know when he wins that championship, he isn't going to flip the script and have the Nicaraguan flag and say that he's the first Nicaraguan champion when he's American. He's putting he, – he isn't putting up anything. He's putting up his undefeated record against fellow undefeated May – let's say – let me say his name again. Masayoshi Nakatana. Katani. Katani. It's got an I at the end. I don't know how to say it. Mas, Mas Katana. Now, I just – I haven't really seen that guy fight. I looked up a little bit of his fights um, on the YouTube. He's a six-foot. What are these guys? Lightweight, so he's he's hella tall. I think Tiafimo, him being young, he's he's big for the for the weight class. I think they got him at six eight or so, but you know, it's a four four inch reach advantage. Um he's also you know, he also has the the uh the longer reach with I think by a couple of inches. So this could be a good fight. Like we saw last week, um these Japanese guys come to fight. Uh, you never know. It's it, like I like I said last Wednesday. You never really know what these guys. They're out here fighting, fighting Japanese guys their whole their whole career. When they're small, they're usually better. But the bigger they get, the whacker these Japanese guys get. And we saw it last week with uh with one of our with one of my guys. I forgot his name. I can't remember how to pronounce his name right now. But he got work. Um. But I think we're gonna have a good good fighter on our hands. Uh, we're gonna see. This is going to be Tiafimo's first undefeated fighter that he's fighting. Um, I'm looking at – we're looking at his box rec. Um, everybody's pretty much in these fights got a couple of losses, you know. But being – what is he, 11-0, and 0, it's not really much you can – you know, it's not really – and 21 years old, it's not like we're hating on him, but this is a good test for him. We're going to see what he's got. Like I said, Nakatani is 30 years old, so this is a grown man. He's going to be probably not bigger, but he's going to be taller. You know, he's going to bring that Japanese skill, which JP, I think, pointed it out last last uh, Sunday that this is the Mexican style, but more of a thinking Mexican style. But, yes, um, I think this might be a good one coming on ESPN on Friday night. Um, of course, I want Tiafimo to win. I'm pretty sure he will win, but I think I'll be interested in checking this out. JP, man, how do you um, – I'm pretty sure you don't know too much about Makiyoshi, but I know we know about Tiafimo, man. How do you see this fight? Are you excited? Will you be checking it out? Uh, yeah, I'll be checking it out. Yeah, of course. Um, Tiafimo looks amazing. You know, blue chip prospect, pedigree, amateur, amateur career, all the medals, all the Golden Gloves, everything you want. And a prospect fighter, but here's the kicker. And here's how we, you know, like Willis, Willis touching on that this is a, one of those Asian fighters and they're tough, this, that, the other. But keep in mind, this is top rank. And when it comes to bringing up a prospect or a blue chip, nobody does it better. Uh, what happened with like a Felix Verdejo and a, you know, uh, maybe you could throw a Vargas. Maybe there's some other guys in, in the litter over these years, but when it comes to raising up a prospect, nobody does it better than old Bob at top rank. The problem is when they become superstars. 
I think he still wants to pay them as if they're a prospect. But um, when it comes to raising them, man, as you can see, you know, Terrence Crawford, he ain't had a, a scary moment yet. And ain't going to have one until we get to a check. You know what I mean? That uh, Lomachenko, he's been, you know, beating up everybody he should beat. And ain't 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 fought nobody. Well, you know, you could have argued Gary Russell at the time, but they knew. They knew is the thing. Anyway, uh excited to see Tiafimo. He's one of those those young fighters that I'm really uh you know, he's on my radar for sure. He's got that that he got that Roy Jones thing to him. That explosive one punch knockout power. And that's the best thing to have and buy if you can have that that's the most attractive thing to the eye where you have the cat like reflex and you can just I mean when you watch Roy Jones highlights and there's only really one Roy Jones that I, that comes to my mind. But when you have that like you can just be kind of play do a look away left hook and sleep a guy, you know, or do some quick, stupid ass quick uppercut, put a dude to sleep, that's the best shit. That's the most, that's the flyest shit. You know, ain't nothing flyer than that. So, you know, every other guys are cumulative, you know, or like concussive punching like a, a, a Deontay Wilder. It's still not flyer than what like a Roy could like give you that quick ass uppercut and you gone. You know, that's the flyest shit. So it's different. But Tiafimo has that. And, you know, all the pedigree and all those things combined, I'm really excited to see him get along in his career. I think they should be moving along pretty steadily. You know, there's no need to have him out here 20-something and no and all of that. So it's a lot of competition in the division, and I think we should see Tiafimo move along. Yeah, man, I, I like the way I like the way you put that because he is he does have the flyest style. He is one of the flyest guys in the game. He's hitting you with that Roy Jones, and like I always like to say, Roy Jones and De La Hoya are the guys. You know, De La Hoya and Roy Jones was the guys that got me just really deeper into boxing. These are the guys that sort of solidified my love for boxing. So yeah, when it comes to Tiafimo, he's talking noise, you know. But um, when I met him. When I got to meet him, just uh, for a little second, since I got to meet him, got to talk to him, ask him about uh, Takashi Six Nine, cool dude, a uh, little guy, but you could tell he had that swagger about him, that that self belief, man, and that, and I think that's gonna sell sell a million. And and you're right, you know, I, I'm thinking about it. You're right. Um, this is top rank, and maybe this Asian guy, they probably know something that we don't know. Well, we don't know anything about this guy, so you know, we'll see. But this is for that uh, IBF. Eliminated, RC man. I don't know. I'm not 100 percent sure if you're a fan of Tiafimo Lopez, but you should be. Are you going to be checking this fight out, or and um, you know, are you excited at all about it? You think he's got what it takes? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Tiafimo Lopez is probably my favorite fighter in the game right now. Uh, the 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 upbringing is always going to be something of concern when you look at a guy like Tiafimo Lopez. No one wants to see some of these guys that, you know, he's put face down when they're falling out before they even hit the canvas. But uh, Tia Fimo Lopez is one of the uprising blue chips that you can't miss. Um, he's got a lot of everything, really. He's got the speed. He's got the reflexes. He's got the swagger. He's got 
offensive power. I like a lot about Tiafimo Lopez, and I'm going to be there for every fight, regardless of what it is when it comes to his rise to stardom. Now, his his competition that we're talking about when it comes to Mayashi Nakatina, he's an um, older fighter, you know, one of the Japanese fighters. The Japanese fighters, I, I like when these guys come over here and put it on all on the line because they really come over here and give it their all. Um, and and uh, he's had a couple interesting uh, fights that you look at worth note. It's not like he's taking out guys over here with 20 losses. You know, the worst that's on his box rec would be a guy with 13 losses, but he also had, I believe, somewhere around 18 to, to 20 fights or something like that. But um, uh, coming off of a fourth-round TKO, and I think that he's going to need to come out and who knows? Maybe you need someone who's going to stand stand in the face and not be scared, go toe to toe with Tiafimo Lopez to figure out a little bit more than we what we haven't seen from the opposition standpoint. Uh, Tiafimo is uh, he's got it all. He's got what you're looking for. He's uh, he's, he's the whole package. But um, we got to see what happens when he steps up in comp and see what he looks like when he gets up in the ranks and, and things of that nature. But you know. Bob Arum's got him going against good competition that's going to make him look good, and it should be all for worth a pretty good show coming on Friday. And I expect to see uh, highlight real material, what we've been seeing from Tia Fimo, and I don't think that that's going to be slowing down anytime soon. Um, he's been on record saying that, you know, this year is going to be the year where he's going to finish up where he's at and at the end of the year move up to another weight class. So it uh, doesn't seem like he's waiting around. And is going to be waiting for anybody, Lomachenko, uh, and, and guys like that. He's going to be doing his own thing, beating to his own drum, as we are accustomed to seeing. So I'm definitely going to be all in on it Friday night and can't wait to see what Tiafimo puts on display for some highlight reel material. Yeah, most definitely. And speaking of, you know, the future, like I said, this is for the IBF. This is the IBF eliminator. So... Whoever wins this is supposed to get, you know how the fight game goes, it's supposed to get a shot at uh, Comey. Um, I think, you know, I wish Janelle was on because we had Shakur Stevenson, who is 22 years old. He didn't think he was ready to fight these bigger uh, – he, he wasn't ready to fight the top-name guys. And Shakur Stevenson, I think, probably has as much amateur background as uh, Tiafimo, maybe more. Um, I don't have my computer with me right now, so I can't really check it out but I'm pretty sure they're on par. You know, even though Tiafimo looks a little better, um, I think Shakur Stevenson has probably fought the better opponent, you know. Um, but I think both of these guys are ready. You know, do I – can – that's what I, I'm going to ask you, RC. Can Tiafimo Lopez beat Comey for his belt? Yes, I think so. And I like Richard Comey a lot. That'd be a great fight. I'd love to see it, but – Given all the information that's been gathered from all of us boxing fans, um, as far as gathering some sort of a blueprint from what we see from Tiafimo Lopez, uh, from his side, from all the information gathered from Richard Comey's side, I, I definitely see Tiafimo coming out on top in that fight. And it'd be a very good fight for Tiafimo Lopez, a learning experience, which he would get some. Uh, he might get some rounds more than he's accustomed to, but then again, he might not, and it might look the way we've normally been seeing Tiafimo Lopez just because uh, there's no back down from Richard Comey, and I think Comey will be there 
Um, he'll be there in the pocket, which will be, you know, it might be a detriment to his success going from the game plan standpoint, but uh, it could just work in the opposite favor for Tiafimo Lopez to spark him out of there. And that's no disrespect to Richard Comey. I like Richard Comey a lot, but, um, you know, Tiafimo Lopez, that's a different animal now. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm with you. I think he can get these guys. So hopefully um, Lomachenko doesn't take that fight away uh, before before my man can get to it. But I got another question for you, uh, RC, and then we'll take it to to JP. Who is the best young man in that division? Because I'm looking at the Ring Magazine, and the fourth rated light lightweight is Devin Haney. Number five is Tiafimo Lopez. Who do you think is better out the bunch? Mm. Mm. That's a that's an apples and oranges kind of question because I'm a big fan of the dream as well. Completely different fighters. Um, you know, we we've got the highlight reel material from Devin Haney as of recent, and it seems like everybody's stuck to the what have you done for me lately business in all aspects of any sport, and Devin Haney. You know, he kicked ass and put on the show. Far was multiple replays of a display, but um, uh, apples and oranges, man. It's hard to say. Uh, I, I like Tiafimo. If I'm gonna, if if my feet was to the fire and and I had to say who I think would have a better career, I'm going Tiafimo Lopez. If if I had a foot to the fire on the hot seat, who would win between Devin Haney and Tiafimo Lopez? I think Tiafimo Lopez would get him out of there. Uh, and get him out of there. I don't think it would go to the cards. I like Devin Haney a lot, uh, and maybe he could, maybe he could give uh, Tiafimo some uh, technical problems that he's never seen before, and maybe it would go twelve. But just just judging from what I've seen from Lopez, um, like JP was alluding to with that that short, quick uppercut. Uh, one thing I always talk about in boxing about people when you see a fight go on is that the uppercut is one of the most forgotten tools in all of boxing. You always hear the old cliche, you need to use your jab more, coming from the corners and from boxing fans when they're talking about if this guy uses his jab more and utilizes it more, it sets everything up. Tiafimo Lopez doesn't have that problem, and he definitely does not have the problem with forgetting about one of the best uh, forgotten about utilized punches in boxing when it comes to an uppercut, and it's definitely not one you can see coming from a mile away. He's got a very quick, short uppercut with a lot of pop to it. And um, uh, he uses it well, man. He uses it well. No disrespect to Devin Haney whatsoever. I'm a big fan of him, and I think that he probably could, as I said, he could probably give Lopez some uh, some looks and problems that he has never seen in his career. Um, but if I just had to pick one or two out of the bunch, um, and it's not a far drop-off when it comes to the two uh, from me picking T.F. Mima Lopez. It's not a far drop-off at all. No, definitely. I feel you with that. I would probably, if they were fighting now, I, I would think I think Tiafimo Lopez has got it because he's he's punching a little harder, and and he's got you know like I said he's got that flash. <coughs> but I can see very you know in about five years when these guys are 27, 28 years old, that being the super fight that we're all looking forward to, man. But uh, JP, man, that's I guess I'll ask you yeah. those same two questions. Do you think? Um, Tiafimo has what it takes to take out Richard Comey to uh, in his next fight, and also is he the biggest? Uh, is he the best young guy in the division? See, when you to me the equivalency is 
the 96 Olympic team. And that this picture recently circulated on social media. You had Antonio Tarver. You had Floyd Mayweather. And you had Zab Judah. And another guy or two. Um, point being, when you talk to me, when you talk Devin Haney, and you talk Tiafimo Lopez at this point, you're talking 96, Zab Judah, Floyd Mayweather. At that time, you go back, the talk of the town was more so Zab because of his fly-ass style. Zab had some of that, especially at a lower weight division. You know, Zab had that one-punch zip, you know, or Zab had that super flurry on you. You know, Zab, Floyd was out there, you know, pretty fundamentally sound and, you know, getting his Tim Duncan on. You know, you know how Floyd, Tim Duncan time. Whereas, uh, you know, fucking Zab was out there, flashy, Brooklyn, all that shit. And um, we all know what happened when it came to to the fight. And like Willa just said, five years from now, which that fight did happen when those dudes in their mid-early 20s, uh, you know, Zab still was flashy early. Alleged, you know, Mayweather's glove did touch the ground. That fucking did happen. Uh, but it looked like it was a trip, but it was from a punch. A punch landed, so that still should be scored a knockdown, I guess. But the fundamentals end up winning out. The resilience end up winning out. The better mind, uh, the more trained brain, you know, end up winning out. And I think, you know, if, if, if I'm calling that the equivalency of Devin Haney and Tiafimo Lopez, I could see it playing out the exact same way. I mean, for all intents and purposes, Devin Haney does have a very basic yet high-level style that seems like he's only going to continue to perfect that. He's not going to have the super fancy uppercut. He's not going to have he's not going to have that stuff. Even though he just recently scored a crazy knockout, he's just not going to have that fly style like that. So, but I, I could see Tiafimo. It always happens to the fly guys when you meet Mr. Fundamentals, and Mr. Fundamentals doesn't fall for none of your your traps to land an uppercut. He doesn't fall. He doesn't do none of the dumb shit where a fly guy gets away with being a fly guy. It happens to them all. So we'll have to see as far as that uh, plays out. As far as beating Richard Comey, I, I don't know. I, I don't know who you've seen Tiafimo up against at this point. And, you know, it's hard to gauge, you know, whether he can be the season tested, experienced fighter like Comey. So, you know, do I think he could? Yeah. Do I think he could? Sure. But do I also think he could lose? And like Janelle's been saying, you know, these uh, a hard loss could could damage a young fighter more than we really think. Yeah, that's a possibility too. I could definitely see him losing to Richard Comey. You know. Because like I said, when all your fly shit don't work and you, you can't land that fancy uppercut, you need to be able to just box. And then that's what ended up happening to Roy Jones. He didn't know how to just fucking jab and uh, be, be, uh, have a right hand coming behind it, and that's it. You went too long off doing fly shit, you know? So it happens. It happens. That's that's what I got to say. Yeah, that was uh, – I think that was a perfect analogy, man. Um that guy is Roy Jones, but and Devin Haney is, you know, he's very fundamental, very defensive, 
And like RC said, he's he's trying to he's showing that uh, pretty boy Floyd now uh, being able to <clears throat> knock guys out and put in that work like we wanted to see because that was the question we had about him, man. But we got I think we got a super fight brewing. <clears throat> both these guys are young, probably gonna be at welterweight, you know, because both these guys are young and huge for for their division. But um, but yeah, before we end that off, RC, you got anything else on that, man? Well, the good thing about it is, is that we have Devin Haney saying that he wants to be remembered as not ducking anybody, and that goes the same for Tiafimo Lopez. So if a super fight is brewing down the road, that's what we're going to get. Yes, sir. So definitely, I, I think we are all picking uh, Tiafimo for the win. I don't think I don't know if anybody picked the KO, but I don't know if he's knocking the Asian guy out. But I'm going to go ahead and say a 10th round TKO, not a knockout, but just a beating. Uh, Asian guy doing some good work at the beginning, showing his heart, but maybe getting his face um, swollen up like we've seen that guy do about eight years ago when he looked hilarious. So I'm going with the 10th round, round KO for TSP and Mo Lopez. Uh, JP, what's your official pick, man? I'll take the five-round TKO. I feel like uh, top rank, they they got to make their guys look exceptionally good because the inventory's low. So these guys have to really impress so, give me five. RC? Yeah, I, I don't see this one going far at all. Uh, I want to say four, uh, but since JP's going five, I'm going to give the little Asian guy seven. I think that I think that he's going to be tough to his own detriment, as I said before, trying to stay in the pocket. As you see a lot of those guys come over, like the Niahito Awakara in fights like against Omar Figueroa. When it comes to it, those guys are going to be in those kind of fights. So uh, I, I can see it definitely going early, uh, but especially just because the phenomenal power coming from TFME and Lopez. But um, I, I hate to be the guy from The Price is Right who picked, like, so close to someone else who picked right after, but I'm going to just say four. I'm going to go four, get him out of there in four rounds. All right, man, there you have it. On to the next. Hey, man, fuck all that. Fuck all that. Okay, now, Dillian White, I need to figure out where the hell this fight is going on at, but I'm pretty sure this is going to come on before the pay-per-view. Dillian White, 25-1, and 18 KOs, is fighting Oscar Rivas, 26-0, and 18 KOs, for the heavyweight fight for a WBC eliminator. The winner of this is going to be able to fight the winner of Wilder and... Uh, Ortiz or Wilder and Fury. Everybody's saying Wilder and Fury, but there's a fight. There's a couple fights in between that that need to happen. But Dillian <clears throat> White is the guy from the UK. He's a UK brother that I think <clears throat> that I think I like the best. And even though he got his ass, he got his ass whooped by uh, Joshua. You know he went. You know Joshua's a superhuman. I think Joshua's like was a superhuman. And, and and White got into the and got into the game late. He got knocked out, but he had Joshua a little wobbly. He did pretty good on Josh Pulley. Got knocked out. I think he might have got knocked out pretty early, maybe the fifth or the seventh round, something like that. But that's when Joshua was knocking everybody out. That was a while ago. White does nothing but talk noise, call people out. I sort of like him. <clears throat> With that said, I don't know too much about Oscar Rivas. Uh, I think this was a fight that, uh, you know, 
I hear White has a lot of, uh, you know, he's not going into this fight overlooking Oscar Rivas. Oscar Rivas has 18 KOs, same amount as um, as Dillian White, and I think he's been KOing people for the last couple of fights. Uh, I think this is going to be a pretty good one. Uh, we'll take it to JP first. JP, are you having any interest in this? Uh, will you be checking it out? Uh, man, I, I don't know much about Oscar Rivas. I know Oscar Rivas hurt somebody who's legit from my understanding. So I don't know much about it. Uh, Dillian White, I kind of like Dillian White. You know, he's going to get in there and be rough and tumble. But, eh, you know, I'm not overly, you know, there's nothing I'm going to stop for Saturday for. If I'm chilling and I'm putting some Masada on the grill, I'll hey. watch it outside in the garage on the laptop. Hey, JP, uh, Oscar Rivas' last fight, he knocked out Brian Jennings, who we just saw went 12 rounds yeah. with big-ass uh, Joe Joyce. Okay, okay. So, you know, we, he's considered dangerous. He's considered dangerous. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, this was the end. That said, that takes it up the priority list to, for me. I might just sit down to watch this. <laughs> You yeah, know? you know they. I've been watching. I've been watching the, the um, interviews of Dillian White, and it seems like, you know, it seems like he's very focused. Like he knows this is going to be a tough fight. You know, I haven't seen anything with Oscar Rivas at all. I haven't heard him talk. He looks like a young dude. I'm trying to uh, look at his damn age, but these pop ups keep on popping up on, on goddamn uh, box ray. But let me see. Oh, he's 32. He's a guy, a Cuban from Canada. Uh oh. One of these Caribbean, I mean, these guys from the Caribbean out here. I don't know if that's the, Car- the Caribbean or Caribbean, however you want to say it, JP. I know you're going to try to clown. But I don't know if that's down there. But one of these island guys that go to the U.K., I don't know if they're the real deal. We've seen that with, with my man with the with the braid and uh, Stavern. We've seen it with Stevenson, a.k.a. Chickenson. So we'll see if this guy can give these um, island brothers a better name out here. Um, but yeah, I think I'm, I might check it out during the daytime. You know, I'm usually chilling on a Saturday. My family ain't gonna be back yet, so you know, I might be able to check that out. RC, are you interested at all with this Dillian White versus Oscar Rivas for the oh, it's for the interim WBC World Heavyweight Title? Not even I thought it was just for Eliminate or something, but so this is for that for the fake belt, the regular. They might as well call it regular. Yeah, I'm not interested in it at all. I just don't like Dillian White, man. I know he's he, he's just a clown to me. He puts on a a lot of talk, the whole trying to go after Deontay. I'm ready. I'm ready. I don't know. I'm not a fan of the guy's work. Uh, I know he's looked good as of recent, but um, I just think that he's just uh, he's uh. I wouldn't say a gatekeeper, but he's just a guy outside of the top five that I don't think anybody should be worried about. Especially the way, I mean, just getting starched the way he did by Joshua, when Joshua's not really that 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 that, that guy. I don't know, man. I, I'm not a big fan of, of Dillian White. But for heavyweight's sake, I'll, I'll check it out. Um, it's a pretty big weekend for boxing starting off on Friday. So I'll look into it. But um, I couldn't imagine him uh, taking an L in this fight. Uh, I think that he's uh, 
you know, got a pretty good opposition lined up for what he wants to get done in the foreseeable future or try to accomplish with getting some of these fights that he's looking forward to. Uh, you know, ever since Joshua took the L, it seems like everything just opened up. But um, um, I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of the guy. And, uh, you know, if I get into the house whenever the fight's going on in the third round or so, then no biggie. But, um, yeah, I'll definitely check it out. And I'll probably have a little bit more to say come on Sunday uh, um, whenever we get the show going off. Yeah, most definitely. I I think I'm going to check it out. Like I said, you know, I, I, when I'm thinking about Dillian White, there isn't any reason for me to really like him. He got dropped by Joshua. He went, like, toe-to-toe with Chizora, who's really not that good, but I think he slept Chizora the last time. I just like the way he talks. He does a lot of talking, and he talks a lot of shit about Anthony Joshua. Maybe that's why I like him so much. Um, but on to the next. Hey, man, fuck all that. Fuck all that. The fight of the weekend. Big dog versus the old dog. Keith Thurman, 29-0, versus Manny Pacquiao, who's 61-7-2. I repeat, Keith Thurman, 29-0, 22 knockouts, versus... Manny Pacquiao, 61 and 7 and 2, 39 knockouts. When I say that, I'm thinking to myself, are we fooling ourselves? But no, we're not fooling ourselves. 40 year old Manny Pacquiao, regular WBA champion, has been looking pretty good ever since his unanimous decision loss to Jeff Horn which a lot of people think he won. Um, I think it was a close fight. They might have shouldn't have robbed Manny like that. I mean, not not robbed. They might have should have, you know, you can't, you know, I always say you're supposed to beat the champ. He might have not have did it enough to, Jeff Horn, I don't think he did enough to win, but it was a pretty close fight. It wasn't a robbery. But since then, knocked out Matisse, school young Adrian Broner, who's probably younger than Keith Thurman. I think Adrian Broner might only be, he might be 30 by now. He might not, he's 29, so a younger Adrian Broner. Man, he's been looking good. And he's going up against a guy who was looking good, who was at one point the best welterweight in the game, who really has probably the best resume in the welterweight game if you, if you take out Manny Pacquiao, who has the best wins out of everybody but Manny Pacquiao, because Manny Pacquiao has 61 dubs which is crazy when you think about it. But Keith Thurman, who whooped Sean Porter, I mean, not whooped Sean Porter, but got the unanimous win, gave him that work, got the split decision over Danny Garcia. I don't know how it was split. He gave Danny that work, but that's neither here nor there. He got the W. But that was in 2017. He didn't fight again until he fought Jose Cito Lopez in 2019, an almost two-year layoff. And when he fought Jose Cito Lopez, he didn't look that good. In fact, he got clocked early, and it wasn't the Keith Thurman every. And he got he got shooken up. It wasn't the Keith Thurman that everybody has been seeing for a while. And like Keith Thurman said, Manny could be fighting a lot of guys. 
he could be fighting anybody. Spence, Garcia, uh, Mikey Garcia, Porter. There's a lot of guys that he could be fighting. But he decided to fight Keith Thurman. Why is that? Because Keith Thurman wasn't looking that good the last fight. Surgeries, marriage. I wish I had that uh, that audio from him singing that song. But he might. He got fat for a while. <laughs> but when I'm, but when I'm looking, but when I'm looking at the interviews, you know, boxing is all about selling, and that's exactly uh, you know what they do to me every time. I'm pretty sure uh, when we did the show six months ago when the the thing was announced, I said, I'm not interested in this fight right now, but I'm sure they're going to sell it to me. And they, they have, and it, and it hasn't, it hasn't had to do with Manny Pacquiao because he ain't said nothing, but you know, those speaking that little Brooklyn English that he speaks and not wanting to talk any shit. Keith Thurman's been talking a lot of shit. JP was right. He might've had his, he might have his swag back, but you never know. Manny Pacquiao at four years old, it's looking, he was looking like a beast his last couple of fights. Like an old beast, sure enough, but still a beast. And if he catches Keith Thurman, who knows what's going to happen, man. I'm going to take it to RC. RC, I want you to break this down for us. You got this biggest fight of the weekend. A fight that I wasn't interested in six months ago, but now I'm hyped having a fight party. It's going down. How do you see this fight going? Will you be paying for it? And give us your official prediction. Man, <clears throat> it's a lot to put into one fight, given the fact that it's uh, some legendary status by Manny Pacquiao and a guy who's, mm, I'm not going to say past his prime. I think it's a, a toe over that line right now because Keith Thurman should and probably still is in his prime right now. But you just have to take all things into consideration. Um, you know, Pacquiao's win against Matisse, mm, pretty good. But it could have been overrated and overvalued because of how far off Lucas Matisse was from the once prime time wagon that he was riding. Uh, Adrian Bronner, a guy who didn't want to take risk in a fight, might have got a little over there. There's a real ugly fight on top of that. Not the greatest of performances by Manny Pacquiao. Mm, Keith Thurman. You know, it's hard it's it's hard to, to get back into it after almost a two year layoff and um especially how he looks against a guy like Josecito Lopez. You know, the Riverside Rock is a, a guy I like to refer to as enhancement talent. A guy for people who are on the top or upper echelon of the food chain in, in in certain divisions who should just make some highlight work from. We've seen multiple guys do that with with uh, Josecito Lopez. Uh, and styles do make fights, so you can't say, you know, Sean Porter did this to Lopez and, and, and why did, you know, it, it just doesn't work that way. Uh, but nonetheless, Thurman's been running his mouth a lot, doing a really good job at selling the fight. You know, the, uh, the Pacquiao, the Pacquiao fan base is a very sensitive fan base. When people like Keith Thurman talk about, he's going to be glad to, you know, show him the exit and all that stuff. Uh, it's going to be more for selling the fight. You know, Keith Thurman talks about respecting him in one with one breath, and then in the next breath, just you know, game over. Just like the shirt he is wearing, 
at the press conference for the the whole Pac-Man deal, whatever. Um, but if I had to put my feet to the fire yet again, uh, as we all know, I'm a big Manny Pacquiao fan. Was it? Uh, was and still is a Pacquiao fan. Um, it's crazy to think that in 2019 he's fighting a top contender like Keith Thurman with an undefeated record, unblemished, um, pretty much undisputed from all of his victories as well. Um, I think it's going to be a very very uh, entertaining fight. It it might get ugly at times, just from Pacquiao trying to find a reach. Sometimes he, he does that lead left with his head ducked straight down, and uh, Keith Thurman can be susceptible to a punch like that. Uh, and, and Pacquiao definitely have a follow-up. Um, it all depends on what kind of pop we see from Keith Thurman, if he's going to be able to gain Manny Pacquiao's respect. Um, I think that this one will definitely see the cards. I don't think Keith Thurman's going to be able to get him out of there like he so uh, has predicted to. You know, he's talking about betting on four rounds or something like that. I don't know about that. I'm not sure. I can't say that. Um, <clears throat> just based on the fact of what uh, – it's not entirely of what happened with TF, with uh, – not TF, I'm sorry, Josecito Lopez, but – um. Uh, there's always been susceptibility to Keith Thurman's game, and it could also be noted that, yeah, he's been hurt, but he's, you know, stood back up and shown heart and picked up wins. So for the people who say, yeah, he got hurt and almost stopped by this person, so-and-so, uh, Louis Colazzo, Sean Porter, Jose De Lopez, he's also bounced back and finished pretty strong. So um, I think it'll be an interesting fight, entertaining for some parts, Ugly for some parts, back and forth, roller coaster ride of a fight. But all in all, I got Keith Thurman winning the fight by a split decision, and it will be his uh, jump up to some sort of uh, higher clout. I don't think he's gonna get him out of there. If he knocks Sammy Pacquiao out, oh yeah, we gotta stop playing these games. We gotta stop playing these games, and we gotta get him in there with Earl Spence. So Earl Spence is gonna finish Sean Porter. And we just got nothing to talk about after that. Uh, shout out to Ness over at uh, the Boxing Voice for telling Keith Thurman, you just have a different energy when, you know, Spence is brought up. You talk all this big game, but when Spence is brought up, you talk the business side. And I don't like that. And I respect Keith Thurman throughout his career. So if we see him not Pacquiao, out, cut the shit. If he gets a split decision victory out of Manny Pacquiao and picks up the W, cut the shit. Let's do it. Let's run it. But, um, I expect to see Keith Thurman walking out um, with the strap, and I can't wait to see what he does moving forward uh, because uh, this whole notion of touch-up and and all that shit's out the window with Keith Thurman. I need to see that Keith Thurman who says, don't duck me, son. I want to see that guy come back because a victory over Manny Pacquiao will definitely take him into a higher, higher range of paydays that he's never seen, and a fight with Earl Spence would just be – there's no question about it. Like, what, what are we doing? It's Spence. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's apparent that Bud Crawford's being iced out. So if you're going to ice out Bud Crawford from Spence, give me Spence Thurman. And I think that's what's on the horizon in the boxing uh, 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 waves coming up forward. So I got Thurman by split decision over Manny Pacquiao this weekend. JP, 
How do you see this one going? No, you'll be checking it out. Are you going to have a party? Hey, we didn't, Hey, will you be having a party, RC? You know the answer to that. Uh, yeah, I'll be attending a party. I won't be having one. I'll be a guest for this one. Okay. JP, man, how do you see this going? Who you see winning? Give give us your official pick and your breakdown. I know you said you feel that both guys got their swag back. Yeah, I kind of do feel like both guys got their swag back. Uh, fighting Manny right now, unfortunately, because in the ring, it's not like you're fighting a dude lesser than. But in public perception, it's a lose-lose situation. This is Larry Holmes beating up Ali. This is Oscar De La Hoya beating up Julio Cesar Chavez. You know, and I'm sure this type of lineage goes on through. This is Rocky Marciano knocking out Joe Lewis. Nobody wants to see the superhero, the icon. This is fucking Glenn Johnson knocking out Roy Jones. Nobody wants to see the icon go down, especially by knockout. Especially by knockout, man. So if Keith does knock out Thurman, I'll hate him. I mean, if Keith does knock out Pacquiao, I'll hate him. Because I'm that emotionally invested into in two of in many Pacquiao is the absolute epitome of a a, legit, a living legend. And so I don't want to see him knocked out face first. Well, we've seen him face first, and man, you know. That is a moment in time that is frozen, for me at least, in most boxing fans. That's the most, you know, happening event in boxing in the past 20 years easily. Manny Pacquiao going face down. So I don't want to see that. Um, But as far as the fight goes, Manny, he looks phenomenal in training. He's, He's up for this fight. He knows... What he's what he's what he's doing here. Here's the here's the thing. Like Keith said, Manny could have picked anybody, and he picked him. Now we we sense that because you're the weak link, right? Keith's the weak link out of all the the champions at welterweight in Manny's eyes, and I think that's something we gotta you know really consider. Hey, Manny Pacquiao been around the way, and I mean in terms of bitches gambling. You know, as far as all of it, being in love, being a Chris Manny, then did it all. Manny can see when a man ain't got that that in his gut no more. That's an old Wiley vet from from the hood, hood. You know, that wherever Manny from. Man, I heard somebody tell me over in the Philippines, some of the kids live in trees. You know what I mean? They be so poor. You know, Manny <laughs> was one of them, one of them tree kids. You know what I'm, you know what I mean? And so, no, nah, I hear that real talk. So, yeah, uh, yeah. but I'm, I think it's going to be a competitive fight. I think the question is also, does that Keith Thurman that we've seen beat Danny Garcia and Sean Porter still exist? By 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 all stretch of the imagination, you have to consider Jose Cito Lopez an absolute gatekeeper. I mean, Jose Cito Lopez is a gatekeeper in the sense of if you cannot handily beat this guy, you have no shot at 
welterweight stardom or anywhere, you know, he's a, he's a good measure for that. If you beat up Jose Cito Lopez, you put him down, you, you beat him good, okay, let, let, let's see what you got next. But if you don't, it's like, no, nah, you're, you're probably not the guy. And Keith, maybe he didn't get up for him. Maybe he's like, man, come on, seriously, Jose Cito Lopez? And he didn't have a great performance. But if that guy comes in the ring – and if that Danny Garcia version that, that beat Danny Garcia doesn't exist anymore, let's say, because of love, you know, there's a reason boxers leave their families during training camp. It's a reason you don't have sex during training camp. It's a reason for that. Now, I don't necessarily know the reasons. It makes you weaker, whatever, whatever. You're bothered by the family's problems. All you need to be focusing on this, et cetera, et cetera. But I'm sure there's a higher reasoning for that, and I really believe that, you know, Keith finding love is taking some of the tiger out of his gut, some of the piss and vinegar out of him, per se. So it should be pretty interesting, man. I, I will have to know who still exists. Manny Pacquiao has been high level as of recent. All his training, he looks vigorous. He looks like he's, you know, fast, and I, I know he's going hard because I know what he knows he's up to. You know, you know Manny is like, I'm fighting a young champion, a dude probably under 30 years old. You know, so you better believe he's going hard and is up to the challenge, and we got to see if that same Keith Thurman still exists. That's the problem. That'll be the issue, and if he doesn't exist, and if that last version comes into the ring, looking baby chubby and you know, every time I see Keith, I don't know why I just feel like this is the the fucking FedEx guy at my job with a weird ponytail because he's built like the FedEx dude. You know what I mean? Man, he's still chopped up. You know, the viral picture going around social media of him doing some shit that looked like it's off Street Fighter with some big-ass calves and shit, you know? So Manny's a phenom and, and has always been and still at 40 years old. That don't change you being a phenom if you if you keep out it. You know, you're just an exceptional 40-year-old. We'll have to see if an exceptional 40-year-old can beat a really good, you know, 30-year-old. So excited for it, excited for it, excited for it. My pick, my pick, and no, I'm not throwing a party. My pick, God damn, this is a tough one. And you know, you know that keep glass I checked is plus one thirty, dude. Manny Pacquiao was favored in this fight. That is the craziest part about this. Keith is plus one thirty last I checked earlier this week. That said, my official pick will be Manny Pacquiao in a majority decision. Ooh, Manny Pacquiao in the majority decision. I feel that, man. Now, as far as how I see it going, man, I think my official pick is going to be – see, what I really want to say is Manny Pacquiao by majority decision. That's what – because the last Keith Thurman we saw, that guy gets beat up. He gets hit a, a bunch of times by Manny Pacquiao. But the way Keith Thurman's talking, he's calling him a little guy. He's saying that he's, this is his get-back year, that he's, 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 uh, he's dusting the dust off his shoulders, right? So he said he was dusty. He had a little dust. 
when he fought Jose Cito Lopez, he was really dusty. He had to shake some off. And then he said he has to shake the rest of it off. So he's knowing that he's not even at his best. I think he's admitting that he ain't. He's not really at his best now. So I'm not sure. You know, that's sort of uh, – it's hard to say. I know both of these guys are going to be bring their 100%. Like you said, we've got a 10-year age gap. Manny at 40. Keith Thurman at 30. Um, but to give that official pick, you know, six weeks ago, this was Keith Thurman easy work. But I somehow let them sell me. Not even let them sell me. I let the, just the facts sell me that I'm going to have to go Manny Pacquiao with the uh with the uh, with the split decision win. Um yeah. I think that's what I got to do, man. That's what because I the way to look at Manny's eyes, he's not wanting to say nothing. He he said he you know, he just got it in him and we saw these last couple of fights that Manny still has it. Last time I saw Manny fight I'm uh, against Broner and against uh Matisse, I think I came back and said, "Hey, this guy Manny still has it." We just saw him get beat up by Jeff Horn. Um and knocked out by his arch nemesis. You can't, you know, you can't really count that loss against the arch nemesis, you know, as a, as something that's saying you're declining. Shit just happens, man. We know he's declining, but his peak is just so high, Manny, that uh, I think he's going to win. And JP, I'll ask you first. We both got Manny winning this fight. If Manny wins this fight, is he not? I mean, what, what are, is he? I guess his losses. Where is he in the the pantheon of boxers? Is he not on the Mount Rushmore? Is he not? Is he not neck and neck with Floyd Mayweather if he wins this fight at forty years old against undefeated Keith Thurman? He's already. I don't think Floyd is ranked as high as him uh, overall. You know, to me, you know, but this would catapult Manny. Top 10 for sure uh, You know Top 10 man and that's a tough That's a tough line to crack Now you asking You ask to understand with this top 10 we're, we're considering people None of us really know about like Henry Grubb and Henry Armstrong And Willie Pep and you know Even um, Robinson you know we we don't Have much reference to these guys so Taking people like Customato's reference. The only person I've ever seen is, as far as footage goes, really talk about Henry Grubb and Henry Armstrong and Willie Pep was Customato. And so, you know, I'll, I'll have to take his word for those type of guys. So then you got, you know, I think Manny Pacquiao starts to get guys like Durant, Durant out the paint. You know, he gets Sugar Ray up out of there wherever you got Sugar Ray. Uh, Talking Ali, you know, I, I don't. It depends where you got him, but man, this, this pushes Manny up that list. And then who knows what's next after that? Look, man, if Manny wins this fight, the 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 craze is back on. You remember that Manny run and Nike was making Pacquiao shirts. I used to play co-ed flag football, and one of our uh, players was a Filipino dude, and this dude had all the Pacquiao Nike gear. You know, so Mayweather kind of deflated that balloon. But if Manny picks up this win, you remember them old trolls that used to be on all the social media and just crazed fans? They all disappeared and went back under the rock. But they'll come right back out if Manny get a real win. Believe me, it's going to go crazy. So I got Manny with the majority. 
uh, decision and shit, man. It'll be a resurrection in boxing and make boxing really interesting and fun. But I'll tell you this, I don't ever want to see him get knocked out, man. I'm going to be mad at whoever do it. Yo, Willa, you there, RC? Yeah, my bad. Hey, my bad. Um, okay. I'm with you there. Uh, what I was saying is that, uh, before I unmuted myself, is that, uh, you know, when I, we're talking about this greatest of all time, or we're talking about the great, when I'm saying that, I just really mean within our lifetime, you know. I, that's because that's the only boxing that I saw. That's the only boxing you saw. So when it comes down to the best fighting that uh, you know, I mean, I'm not saying that you haven't seen you know footage of that, but that's the the, the stuff we witnessed, that we got the feel that we were a part of. And when it comes down to it, I have Floyd. You know, I have Floyd Mayweather is probably the best fighter that we've seen. Then maybe, you know, Ali. I mean, not Ali. Then maybe Roy Jones, and you know, then he gets that. But I know number one is more Floyd Mayweather. Number two, number three, Pacquiao was in there in that top five for me. If he wins this, he's up there. He's number two for sure over Roy Jones. That's the best fighter we've seen. His career, when you when you look at his career and his resume, it's he's done more things than I guess anybody pretty much in boxing. You know, as far as I, I think, you know, I don't, have, I don't have it on me, but a nine-division champion, seven, a nine-division champion, something crazy like that. Um, this guy's the real deal. If he wins this fight, I would have to seriously think about putting him as the best fighter of our time, even when he got his ass whooped by Floyd Mayweather. So I think this win would do great things for boxing, like you said. I don't think now, with all that being said, we've got to see. But as of now, I don't think he can. He would be able to beat any of – he wouldn't be able to beat Crawford or Spence. You know, I wouldn't take it that far. But this would be good. I think he, it's his right time for him to – to fight Keith Thurman, and I have him with that uh, majority win, and I think this will put him as one of the best fighters we've seen. Um, let's see if uh, who we got. Hey, Janelle's is, on. The, yeah, Janelle's, Janelle's on. on. Let me take it to Janelle. He's been on. My bad, Janelle. Janelle, Manny Pacquiao versus Keith Thurman, man. How do you see this fight going? And give us your official pick after you break it down. Well, um, I say it. Only thing Thurman will will get for winning this fight is a fat check for winning this fight. I mean, as far as like the you know how back when Pacquiao beat Delahoya, even though his past was prime, or when Floyd beat Delahoya, I mean, I mean there was a lot at stake. I mean they basically took over the mantle as the main attraction in the sport at the time. So that's what probably why, and that's probably what Thurman sees that if he beats Pacquiao, that he could be that. Next big attraction, which which I don't see that happening with Thurman. I think this is why Thurman is even trash talking now. He's trash talking more than ever. He's trying to be like how when Floyd was when Floyd fought Ricky Hatton or Delahoye, where he just upped his trash talking to to the next level to sell tickets or whatever. I think that's what Thurman sees. But if he beats Pacquiao, everybody's gonna say, "Well, Pacquiao was past It wasn't a Pacquiao to beat Margarito. Um, if Pacquiao wins, he gets all recognition in the world. If he loses, okay, whatever. Man, he shouldn't. He should have retired anyway. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? It's only a win-win. It's only a win for uh, Pacquiao in this case. Thurman, um, I know why Pacquiao and Roach took the fight. 
Thurman looked very uh he he looked extremely, extremely vulnerable his last fight. I thought he had the eye to tiger that fight because he was throwing those bombs again, trying to connect. But he just couldn't land the big ones. You know what I mean? And he missed it. So, so in other words, his accuracy was off something horribly. Also, Roach knows that, that Thurman never liked body shots. Pacquiao left hand to the body. He might land a few. He might land a few straight left to the body. And uh, I, I just think that, you know what I'm saying, I mean, everybody will get Pacquiao all the props for beating Thurman, but if it happens, I would probably not give him that much credit, honestly, because of the long layoff from Thurman, back-to-back surgeries, and and, and I mean, he looked so vulnerable his last fight. Some say that's why Pacquiao fought Margarito, because back when Margarito, after Margarito beat Cotto, and uh, uh, Pacquiao fought someone already at 147, and then they asked him about Margarito, Rose said, no, Margarito's too big. But after Margarito fought Shane Mosley and got his first knockout loss, got destroyed, was never the same again, then after his long left, and then those wraps were found, then all of a sudden they took Mar- the, the um, to Margarito fight. At that time in his career, Margarito wasn't the man at 147 anymore. But they took him after. So, so it's like, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm looking wrong. Ford did the same thing in his career also. He picked and choose also. But, you know what I'm saying, but Pacquiao did it as well. So this is, like, why it's, like, Pacquiao fought guys at the right time in his career. So you could say that he sees this in Thurman as well. He sees Thurman maybe don't got the hunger anymore because he got married. He's been going on extended trips and stuff. And this is why they're taking the fight. That, so it's, like, me personally, I won't give him all the props in the world if he beats Thurman. If he knocks him out, I'll give him props, but he's not knocking him out. You know, that Pacquiao that's on a knockout streak at 147, that's back when Alex Reason was in the corner. And we all know. Well, he got I mean, 70 okay. fights. He got 70 fights in the modern era, and you still won't give him props? No, 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 no. I give him props. I'm just saying, it's like both him and Floyd picked and choose and, and fought guys at the right time in their career. Both of them did. It's like I mentioned the Margarito. I mentioned it right now because that. Uh, back when Thurman was on his knock, uh, uh, was the man at 147, they wasn't mentioning Thurman's name, and Thurman was calling out both him and Floyd. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they wasn't mentioning Thurman's name back then, but now that he looks vulnerable, now that he, after his layoff, extended honeymoons, he's in love, and back-to-back surgery. Sometimes it's not the same after surgeries, man. You know what I'm saying? It's not easy bouncing back to surgeries. Hey, Freddie Roach knows these things. Like I said, Floyd did the same thing. Floyd did the same thing, so I'm not I'm not picking sides on that. I mean, they both did the same thing. But it's just like, hey. But after all that said, I still I want to lean towards Pacquiao because of uh, Thurman inactivity, back-to-back surgeries. But I have to go with I have to go with my mind. I have to, I, 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 I have to go with Thurman. I have to go with Thurman being younger. I don't think he knocks Pacquiao if. He, if he lands those big bombs, he will knock Pacquiao out. I think he knocks out anybody if he lands consecutive right-hand shots. He knocks anyone at 147, including Crawford and Spence. If, again, it's a big if. But, you know what I'm saying, I don't think he ever been against a guy that moves the way Pacquiao moves in awkward angles and stuff. So I think he's going to miss a lot. So um, he's not going to score a knockout. But I'm I'm leaning towards uh, Thurman unanimous decision. But um, like I said, man, there's a lot of tangibles in this fight. And this is why the fight's selling. This is why I'm going to buy the fight. But before, 
I wouldn't have bought this fight. I would have said Thurman by a landslide uh, before Thurman had his layoff. But like I said, they wouldn't have fought Thurman back then, as Rocha already said it before. You know what I mean? They wasn't, you know, they wasn't willing to fight Thurman back then. But I got to go with my mind. I got to go with Thurman unanimous decision. But Thurman is, is not getting no props. And, and, and nobody's going to uh, discredit Pacquiao because Pacquiao will go to distance. He will go 12 rounds with Thurman. I don't, I, don't, I don't see Thurman landing consecutive shots on Pacquiao because you know, so Pacquiao can move. He can move. He still can move for 40 years old. Well, yeah, I'm I'm with you. Um, I wouldn't I, if if Thurman wins. I'm not really giving him too much credit. JP, are you gonna give if Keith Thurman wins? Are, how much credit will you give him? Or was Manny? Well, I'm not gonna say Manny's just watched, but I'm not just gonna give him any. I'm not gonna give any. I'm not gonna give him any credit. I'm not gonna lie. How about you? I'll give him some credit. I mean, Manny did just wash Broner. Now I know we don't. Yeah, but who's Broner? Broner's not right. A, I was about to say that. He's not a welterweight. Uh, only natural still... welterweight he's fought in recent years. Only he lost, and that was to Horn. That was the only natural welterweight he he fought in like Who's in a very a long time. He's not a natural. Is Pacquiao a natural welterweight? He's a middleweight. Is Pacquiao is Pacquiao a natural welterweight? Well, back when he was, who walking, around, there, he was who walking around bigger right now. Who walk around bigger naturally, Broner or Pacquiao? Thank you. That's all I'm saying about them. So well, that's Broner be overweight. the point. Broner be overweight. I mean, he be overweight though. He be overweight. I'm Pacquiao. We got you. We in, got you. He's always. In, he's no, 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 no. He didn't get. He didn't get me. I'm saying. You know, what I'm saying. You know, what I'm saying. Oh, Broner blows up in between fights. Pacquiao, you never. Saw no, I'm him saying we up. got you. No, I'm oh, saying we yeah, got yeah, you. Yeah. We sort of. We understand that. That maybe Broner. That's. I think that's what he was about to say. Maybe Broner isn't that good. I mean, Broner. It, <laughs> I mean, Broner ate his way out of 130, if you ask me. He ate his way out of those divisions. He shouldn't have moved up so fast. If he was dedicated to the sport, man, he would have seen him. If he would have been at 135 for about three, four years and molded himself, he would be one of the some big names right now in boxing. But he didn't play it smart. He ate his way out of those divisions too fast, and then he got beat up by bigger guys. It's just what it is. We got that part. But my thing about Broner is this, and I think we can at least agree here, is that ain't no bums gonna beat Broner. You know, ain't no. You got his only really pretty damn good competition is you know stiff dudes is beating him. You know, you ain't gonna come in there and just Jose Cito Lopez don't beat. Herman would have knocked him out though. He didn't even hurt Broner Jose, in that fight. I don't call him ever even hurt, does, even hurting Broner in that fight. Oh, the Broner didn't really fight Jose back. Cito, he didn't really fight back though. He didn't fight Does back Jose Cito so. Lopez beat him? Does Lopez beat him? Who? Cito. So, Who? Broner. Does Jose Cito Lopez beat Broner? No. Anyway, besides no. the point, besides the point, besides the point. Point is, you know, Pacquiao, you know, washed Broner, you know, in a, a pretty damn easy looking fight. And so, you know, I'm, I'm definitely going to give Keith some props if he beats him, but not nearly full credit because look man, nah, you, man. you beat him. You know you're not you're gonna fucking give him no problem. Everybody's gonna I'ma give him some everybody's gonna, I'll give him some. Everybody's gonna go right back to Ali Larry Holmes. Larry Holmes got no props and he was younger than Pacquiao. At that time yeah. he fought Larry Holmes. You know what I mean? Oh, shit. He got Chavez, no props Chavez, Exactly. You know, Chavez, Herman will get no yeah. props. 
if he knocks Pacquiao out, he's not going to get any props. Everybody said, well, Pacquiao is 40 years old. Why should I'm just, he? No, I, I won't give him props either. I'm just saying, but box nine, so it's like, you know what I mean? I mean, hey, it's a money, it's a money fight for Thurman. And again, Thurman getting the biggest platform of his career. And since I can't blame him for fucking taking the fight. I can't blame him for taking it. He, he gets a fat payday. Even if, and if he wins, he gets a fat payday. And, and I think yeah, he's betting you know, on himself by knockout. He's betting on himself too. By knockout or something, he's betting on himself. So, like, if he does score a knockout, but if he goes for a knockout, that could be a problem. Because Thurman, you know, he, he throws bombs. He loads up a lot. But if he misses them, he's going to get tired. Pacquiao can go and go. It's not the same I mean, yeah. back with Alex Ariza. It, 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 it's not saying Pacquiao back Alex Ariza was in his corner on that on that go go juice, but Pacquiao still got some stamina. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know Pacquiao's so like, totally up for this one. You know he's all the way up because he knows what he's getting himself into. You know he's all the way up. And somehow, I heard that before Pacquiao. I, I heard that before. I heard playing times. Oh, it's the best camp of his career. Best camp of his career. Oh, the fight he got knocked out by, by Marquez. It was the best camp of his career. He got knocked out. Uh, oh, the best camp of his career against Jeff Horn. They say going to that fight. A uh, best camp of the career going to the Shane Mosley fight. I can name plenty of fights where he says it's the best camp of their careers. And, and yeah, you know I mean? Well, so, he was a 40 so years like, old oh. fighting for his life. So, you know, this, that's a different, this is a different time in, his, time in his life. You look at Manny Pacquiao's, you know, you've got to train harder when you're 40 years old. This is probably has been the best camp of his, of his career. Because but he's this the old is why I said I got to go with my mind. But this is why I said I got to right. go with my way, mind. When he got knocked and, and, out by Juan Marquez, he was rearranging Marquez's goddamn face. I was thinking to myself, man, he's going to kill this boy. And that's why Marquez ain't never fought him again because he knows. Man, Manny Pacquiao was tearing that boy up that fight. Better, better That shit was now, a, Mar- sent down from the Lord above. Hey, that was no lucky punch. That was no lucky punch. He didn't say it was lucky. He was always getting lucky. his ass whooped. Right. We didn't say it was oh, lucky. He was getting, he was getting his, his ass, ass tortured. He was yeah. losing he was lucky. But Marquez, every time Marquez fought Pacquiao, he lost the early rounds. He was losing early rounds. Man, Pacquiao, that boy's face, I, his nose was broke. I believe his fucking orbital might have been. He was tearing his ass. I remember thinking, God damn, he, gonna, he fucking him up bad. And the Lord sent a straight and, and Marquez has said it, man. That shit came from the Lord above. I ain't never fighting that boy again. Not, I mean, yeah. not that because hey, Marquez had to wait to get his rematches. He had to wait to get those rematches. Every rematch he but fought, he, should have. he he had to wait. But not you know how much money on the table right now for that fight? If Marquez want to get off the couch tomorrow and come get twenty five, thirty, forty million right now. He could come get that money. He ain't coming to get it. Uh, I seen a documentary. They said only way that much money involved is if they fight in the Philippines or if they fight in Mexico. At this point, man, you are you insane, man? They, they, they oh. said when they dropped Pacquiao in the third round, they said the look in his eyes. They said El Chino. They said, man, they talking in Spanish. This Nacho Beristein of Marquez. They said when Pacquiao looked up at his ass, they said, oh my god, and he got up and started. Rearranging that boy's face for the next three rounds, and but that in that sixth round, that shit came and it was over, and he couldn't land that punch again if his life depended on it. And that's when but, Marquez always comes on in Pacquiao fights. Every time he fought, he he always came on after like well, uh, like the fifth, sixth round. 
is when he came on. He, it, it, it always happens. His time well, is up. Ain't, there, and his ha- time don't go. It's not gonna get. It's not gonna happen this time. And I don't think uh, Keith Thurman can time can time him like Marquez can. Marquez had it down to a science. I agree. He's I agree. For what was that three fight? I agree. So that's why you know. That's a, Keith Thurman didn't Thurman look that good. I think he's gonna get. I think he's gonna get punched plenty of times, and I think he's gonna lose this fight. A very close fight. Some people might even say he won the fight, but I think there's gonna be. I think Manny Pacquiao is just gonna outpoint him. Nobody's knocking anybody out. It's gonna be all down to the guy who has the most stamina, and it's probably sad to say that at at with this ten year difference, Manny is gonna be throwing the most punches, and he's gonna have the better stamina in this fight. So I'm gonna go with. Well, Manny he was the most punches, decision. yeah, because it's because Thurman is an immature fighter. He loads up a lot, and if he doesn't get the knockout, of course, he well, so takes but a break. you got Thurman winning. So you're going against you're going got, with me. Or, I got to go with my mind. You got Thurman winning, right? I, I got to go with my mind. I got to go with my mind. Okay. I know there's tangibles with Thurman not being the same from his last fight, and and I acknowledge that. But I just got to go with my mind. I just got to go with the younger, a uh, younger, stronger. Um, stronger. Out. That's it. Stronger. Just younger and stronger. Just younger and stronger. Not faster. And both guys are awkward. Uh, hey. Uh, uh, not uh, more um, skilled. Pacquiao, not. No, no, no. Not, uh, you know. Pacquiao fights more amateurs. He fights more amateurs than Thurman does. Does Pacquiao? He really Blast does. for me. Blast. No. For me. Yeah, I don't know what I'm you're talking you, about. Yeah. I don't know what that means. I'm telling you, he you does. Mean he fights more he does. conventional. He doesn't fight amateurish. You mean more like conventional? That's what no, you mean. No, he throws he, one, he, two, he, straight no, like even. an amateur. He fights like an amateur. Is yeah. what you're saying? Like, what do you mean? I think you're. I think we might just be getting you wrong. You're not disrespecting Manny here. You, you're saying what? No, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. Saying. A lot of a lot a lot of experts say. I Floyd Sneeze always point out also how. Okay. It's like. He's looking. He's not looking to really okay back to Alex Rizman's corner. Of course, he looked very powerful, and, and like it's like you mentioned JP. You mentioned last week how Amir Khan he fights like 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 like, like, like tap little points and stuff. You know what I'm saying? As okay, far as he's he's amateur stuff. style, yeah. I, okay, I see what you're saying. He's fighting for points. He's that's point what I'm fighting. talking about. He ain't trying to knock you out. Yeah, I got you. I see. And yeah, that's what he's got to do. Not, when not, he came up from 125, or 10, no, not 125. Well, corner. You can't tell that's me that was going to do. That straight left hand. That straight left hand was sitting out ass down. It hasn't been powerful <laughs> since Alex Reeves. It hasn't been that powerful hey. since Alex Reeves was in his corner. Since Alex Reeves looked like corner? a baby taking his first steps. He kept falling on his ass so much. <laughs> Who's Alex Reeves? A C-level fighter? A C-level fighter? He's borderline so BC. Who's Alex Reeves? We got you. He's borderline I mean, so- CB. Nobody's saying uh, – I don't think anybody picked Manny out uh, – Manny, Manny out. Manny Pacquiao for the knockout. I think he's going to – like you said, I guess – I think you're agreeing Everybody with me. He's going to throw more punches. He's going to throw more punches, and he's going to get more points. And that's why I think he's going to win. So well, I'll uh, tell you right now, if, if he feels Thurman's power, that output is going to drop. If, he, if, he, if Thurman connects, when his output that will drop. Huh? And – Everybody that fought Thurman, if Thurman, but when does that happen to Pacquiao? When has he shown you that? He's never oh, been hit by somebody like Thurman. 
Everybody Thurman oh, fought. When they felt his power, they was always honest. They was always honest from there on in. Uh, Danny Garcia got honest. As he felt Thurman's power, he became honest. Porter became honest. Porter, yo, Porter, yo, everybody that fought Thurman. They, oh, see, and we're comparing these guys shots, to Manny Pacquiao. They, they have better chins than Pacquiao. They do? They, they got better chins? Yeah, hell yeah, they do. Marquez ain't knocking none of those guys out. Danny, Danny Mar- Garcia Marquez fully takes credit. Marquez ain't knocking none of those guys out. Yeah, but Marquez nah, and, nah, and, and Pacquiao are smaller dudes. That's not the same. Danny Garcia. A guy in my I'm saying they got better be chins. The they got better chins. That's not the, yeah, okay. I mean, I, yeah, because he's bigger. They got Porter better chins. got better chin than fucking Pacquiao? They do because Danny they're bigger. Danny Garcia got pound pound one of the best chins in boxing. Pound pound. Danny Garcia got one of the best chins in boxing. Pound for well, pound. We're gonna see. Yeah. But but you also said Keith Thurman isn't gonna knock him out. So what are we talking about? Because I don't think he's gonna land consecutive shots. But if he okay, so I then said, what are we talking I said, about? If, I said if he did no no. His name I is said, one does, time, ain't it? It ain't called consecutive times. His name one, one time. time a no. year. Yeah. <laughs> it's one time he <laughs> fights one time a year. I'm saying, motherfucker, they make consecutive Pacquiao, times. If Pacquiao, if I don't think even that to knock Pacquiao, if he lands a clean right hand, Sean Pacquiao, he he's knocking him out. His best well, shot, he's, he's knocking land him that. out. And you don't think he's gonna I land that? It, Manny Pacquiao. I don't think so. I don't think so. But, okay. I, said, but I said, if he does, if he does, Pacquiao will become honest. Yeah, but that, does, I don't think that's gonna happen. happen. I don't think he's. I don't I think, think Pacquiao can happen. Get honest. Think he's dusty. Everybody, everybody that felt Thurman Power became honest. Porter but you don't think that's gonna happen. I said that's it, the thing. You don't think that's gonna boxing. happen. We never know, right? And we never know in boxing. We never but we're know making, in boxing. We're making predictions. We're making predictions. We're not just giving all the all the what if that's that can happen. Said, we're thinking what we think is gonna it. happen. I don't think that's, that's gonna happen. You don't think that's gonna happen. Okay, yeah. If that but that's if Manny Pacquiao gets hit with the best shot ever, he he might go down. No, no, if, he's getting knocked out. If he if Thurman lands his best if, shot, Pacquiao's getting knocked out. If Manny Pacquiao lands his best shot to Keith uh, Thurman's liver, he might go down. He ain't knocking him out. He ain't knocking him out. He no, ain't he, knocking him out. I just said I he might go down. go down. No, I don't, well, I don't think him, so. We've seen him get hurt to the body before, so I don't know. Manny Pacquiao's punching just as, Pacquiao just as hard as body. those guys that got. I don't think so. Pacquiao okay. hasn't been a hard punch at 147. Since Al Teresa against Big Walterwood. Since, since he beat up Matisse and TKO them. Not too long ago. He was washed up by then. Hey, he was washed up by then, man. He was I'm washed just, up. I'm just, and he was a blown up. Feel and he was blown up from 140. He was washed up. He was Keith couldn't knock out Riverside Rocky. So, we, Pacquiao's sample recently is far better than Keith's in the past two years. You know, Thurman Keith, you could Thurman will knock out Bronx. Oh, but he can't knock out Jose C. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. You're not yeah, making any sense. Yeah, because he was long layoff. After oh, long that's layoff, what we're talking about. But that's what, oh, what yeah, we're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. When are the we talking? fucking three-year-ago guy? The guy from three years ago? We're I'm not saying, talking about him. We're if you'd have connected on Lopez, if you'd have connected on Lopez, and he might not be able to anymore. That's why I said if he if he connects on Pacquiao, he's not gonna come out. If he if he connects, that's why I said if he connects. But he did. He's not come out. I don't I don't yeah, know. I that's 
That's why I said if he connects on Pacquiao, his best shot, Pacquiao's going to sleep. If. Of course, it's a big if. Again, Thurman looked sloppy. His last fight didn't look good. But if he knocks Yes, I agree with you. If Thurman, if somebody, if Thurman hits somebody with the perfect shot, he might be able to sleep him. You say he can. We haven't seen that in a long time. Now, when I say Manny Pacquiao, who he knocked out, we, uh, he's knocked out somebody more recently than Keith Thurman has. So it's like, what are we talking about here? Who fought good opposition? It, they both fought about the same opposition, really. No, no. I don't mean Lopez. I meant before his layoff. He fought. Well, that's what we're talking about. Lopez, no, 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 no. Oh, one one lost the same. He fought Danny, Gar- Danny Garcia. Uh, hey, come I on. got you. At I'm 147, Keith Thurman got the best resume at 147. He's got the, he he's the best resume at 147. I agree. I'm just saying. But he took a two-year okay. layoff, and his Those last guys, wasn't he, looking too good. Well, we oh, got, true, true, true. Yeah, that's it. That was a long time ago. We don't know if he's that good anymore. And from what I saw last fight and what you saw last fight, he's not going to be able to handle Manny Pacquiao. You're believing that he's gotten Pacquiao better. Pacquiao didn't look too good he's got favor, though. Pacquiao didn't look well, too he, good. He dominated against Broner. What the hell are you talking he, about? He, he dominated, but he, he didn't, didn't look good. How you not look good when you dominate? Anybody? He could he could have did a he could have he could have a lot better. He could have at least dropped. He's forty him. years old. He could have did a lot he better. Can't, he he ain't dropping nobody. He's forty years old. Broner wasn't even fighting. Broner though. Ain't nobody dropping Broner. Shit, Broner ain't dropping. If Thurman would have Broner on the ropes, if Thurman would have Broner on the ropes, but that's not. He wouldn't have dropped Broner. That's if. Did Mikey Garcia drop him? That's if. Mikey Garcia couldn't drop Broner. I ain't talking about Garcia. Hold on, Thurman. If Broner's on the ropes against against Pacquiao, if he gets the ropes against Thurman, Thurman's putting him to sleep. No advance. When has he got on the ropes? Broner would have sleep. When has Manny Pacquiao got on the ropes? When do these things happen? I'm I'm talking about Broner now. I'm talking about when Pacquiao. Oh, you're talking about Broner the whole fight. When has somebody knocked him out on the ropes? Like, when are these things happening? Listen, you just think listen, of what? I what hear I'm you. Saying. You saying if. Listen, no, listen. Broner right. Let me speak. 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 You've been this speaking all came the whole time. You guys. Come on, let me speak, bro. You cut me off. I'm about to meet you. I'm about to meet you for that. Chill. <laughs> okay, we were talking. <laughs> okay, we were talking about. Okay, you said about how we had better opposition. Or who looked better in recent fights. And he mentioned Pacquiao dominate Broner. Broner laid on the ropes against Pacquiao. If he lay on the ropes, if he, if that Broner fought Thurman the same way, lay on the ropes against Thurman, Thurman would have slept him. Thurman would have slept him. Thurman, nobody, you can't deny that shit. You can't deny it. He couldn't sleep Josecito Lopez. How's he sleeping Adrian Broner? That's all I'm saying. Broner, like I said, Broner stood right in front of Pacquiao, a low output, Laid on the ropes. If 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 that was Thurman, Thurman would have slept him. Lopez was on the ropes against against Thurman. That's all I said. Uh, so you now saying, now bro. you got to get hit. Now you got to get hit by him consecutive times with right hands and be on the ropes. What you want? No, tie no, one hand no. Behind his back next. Listen to what I said. Listen. To, no, no. We, when I said Thurman knocking anybody at one forty-seven. No, you have to get all the context. When I said Thurman could knock anyone out at one forty-seven. I mentioned Crawford and Spence. If he lands consecutive right hands against those guys, he has the power to knock anyone else against against Pacquiao. Oh, against Pacquiao, he lands one clean right hand. His best shot. He's knocking them out. 
Uh, uh, sure, I, I believe that. Uh, I can I can see that happening. If I he lands it yeah, perfectly uh, on the jaw and yeah, but if I he can't if he can't land that on if he can't land that on Josecito Lopez, if he can't land that perfect shot on Josecito Lopez, how is he gonna land it on Manny Pacquiao? But I think that's where we he gotta was, leave it. That was we gotta leave it there. Right, you believe in him. I, I, you think he's got better? I don't know if he has got better. We're gonna see. If he isn't, if he hasn't got better, he's about to lose a split decision loss because he got outpointed. Are you willing to bet on that? Pacquiao. Are you willing to bet on that? Let's bet five hundred on that. No. I got <laughs> why? I got five hundred on favor. What's up? I don't because I, I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. Stop, stop. I don't know. Stop, stop. I don't know what's gonna happen. Stop. I don't believe in either yeah. one of these guys you like that. Faith in your boy. All I'm saying is, you don't got faith in your boy. I'll take it on a knockout. I take that five on a knockout. You got Thurman knockout. I picked him by by unanimous decision. But if he lands his best shot, he will not pack you out. If he lands his best shot, again it's an if. Again it's an if. But I picked Thurman by unanimous decision. Well, uh, everything is an if, man. But let's go on to the next thing. Let's get to the news. On to the next. If you got the ball. Hey man, fuck all that. Fuck all that. Speaking of Manny Pacquiao, we were talking about how he's number two to Mayweather at this point in time. But a big win from a uh, big win from Manny Pacquiao will always always bring one name back into the fold, and that's Floyd Mayweather. But Floyd Mayweather has been said he's retired. I think Manny Pacquiao has, in the last couple of months, that he's given up on that fight. But word on the street is. Floyd Mayweather isn't really trying to give up fighting and that he's begging to fight the guy that beat Conor McGregor, McGregor's ass in the UFC, uh, Khabib Hadamardov, I think is his name. Um, he's begging for a fight with this guy, boxing rules like that. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the hell I think about that, man. I just saw that news today of the manager of Khabib, which is that uh, uh, that um, I think it's like this Muslim guy that people that was talking a lot of shit, like a guy in the background talking a lot of noise where everybody else is fighting, uh, where everybody else is fighting. That's that's the idea I get from him. I'm not sure if that's right because I'm not really I don't really follow UFC like that. So I don't know if if he's a guy that seems trustworthy. He seems a little slimy to me, is what I'm saying. So I don't know if he's trustworthy, but his sources he's telling not his sources he's telling TMZ that every week. Floyd Mayweather's people are calling them trying to set up the fight, and they're not ready for this yet. Uh, I don't know if I believe that, but you never can put anything past Floyd Mayweather when it comes to money. That would probably be a big, a huge fight. The two guys that whoop Conor McGregor's ass, um, you know, that's probably $100 million plus for Floyd, 50 60 for uh, Khabib. So he said not yet at the end of the statement, like it might happen. JP, are you interested in that shit at all? Would you be checking it out? Should Floyd just sit his old ass down? Or should he go ahead and make this paper? Oh, man. This is big time. This does more than Connor Floyd. <clears throat> Maybe not more. But this does 2 million pay-per-views. Easy. Easy. Khabib is probably the baddest man in MMA. This is the dude who fucking just flew over the fucking UFC gate and just dove into the crowd at a cat. 
you know, this dude is a badass, man, like in a, a super badass, took McGregor's ass out like a little ass kid, and, uh, you know, just beat, beat McGregor up like a little ass kid. This guy, a badass Muslim, uh, I can see the lead up for this fight being phenomenal in the sense of Khabib coming in here, this guy, you know, with some, some rhetoric about how Floyd needs to show more honor and he has a big mouth and Khabib's going to, that's what I'm doing this for, you know, and that people really buying into that narrative and then Floyd doing his thing. But man, diabolical, maniacal, genius, Floyd Mayweather, this is why he's the richest athlete to ever exist. That's an understatement that doesn't get said enough, but this is the richest athlete to ever exist. And fights like this, because this this is two million in your sleep, and everything else is a surplus. But yeah, that'll be phenomenal. Ah, of course, I'd be into it. Of course, Khabib can't beat him in in boxing. Maybe they ought to. Maybe they can even the odds more and go bare knuckle with it. You know, that'll even the odds some. Because I I think at this point everybody's like, of course, Khabib's a wrestler for one. He's a his whole game is wrestling and grappling, so you don't expect his hands to be like that. So maybe if they went bare knuckle, it'll be they can sell that as evening the odds some, and then this is easy money. Khabib's a badass, a badass, a badass. So I'd be all in for it. It's genius. They should do it. Janelle, how do you feel about this? Uh, what Khabib Mayweather boxing match? Yeah. Well, you said about two million easily. This fight won't sell at all. Khabib doesn't got no hands like that to be in the ring with Floyd. I mean, I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I don't know how to do two million because again, now the Conor Floyd fight sold so much. You know, because Conor was able that Conor would do a good job of selling the fight, a better job trash talking than Floyd does. It's two of the best uh, trash talkers in their sport, but Conor has a better mouth. And of course, uh, you know that's why it sold. And, and I mean, no, but, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's the reason why the fight sold. But it's like Habib in the boxing ring with Floyd. Um, dude never even throws hands like that, man. He really, he would throw punches and set up his takedowns. He's not. He's not. He's he not, put he's hands not on Connor. Like he did put well, hands yeah, on but, Connor, though. He dropped Connor with a right hand, but but if you watch all the previous rounds. He was shooting for takedowns the whole time, so of course Conor got right. He got used to the takedowns, and then he fake takedowns and threw a right hand and tagged him. But you know what I'm saying? If they would have fought a boxing match, or if that was all stand up fight, that punch wouldn't have landed. That punch landed because you know, Conor was just expecting for the takedowns the entire time. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you know what I mean. I mean, of course that's MMA, but come on, come on, don't buy into that shit. If he, if he gets fought in the boxing ring, that's gonna be two million. Don't get into that. If you buy that, that shit would be worse than Floyd of of, of fighting a guy in Japan. It would be because he was, at least that guy had fucking experience with shooting his hands, even though he was a smaller guy. But he had experience shooting hands or striking. Habib is not a striker. He's a, he's a high level grappler. You watch all of his highlights; it's all grappling. Only that one knockdown on, on Conor McGregor. Is a striking shit on their feet that will be on his highlights. All the other highlights, he gets guys down. He 
he crosses their legs and he pins them down with his legs under it, and he gets on them. He keeps that pressure and he pounds them to oblivion. He submits them off off, off of his pressure, basically. Come on, man. He, he don't buy into that shit. He's gonna be, he's gonna do two million with Floyd Mayweather in the boxing ring. That's shame on you, JP. I mean, sorry. I'm sorry for it, but I'm, so, I'm sorry, JP. That's shame on you. Shame on you, bro. I, I, I'm, shame, I'm surprised. Shame. Dude, it's the dude who kicked Mayweather out, who kicked Connor's ass and went viral for diving into yeah. the crowd. Do you know how many yeah. cows? And then you got the regular boxing fans who are just going to no, tune into no. a Mayweather fight. Nah, no boxing guys going to buy into this shit. They bought into the Connor fight because Connor likes to shoot hands and shit. But even the bo- even the boxing fans knew that Connor is a counter puncher. Also, they knew he wasn't really going to compete with Floyd. But you know, they want the MMA guy get in the ass with him boxing. Yo, Habib does not shoot hands yet. Okay, diving, uh, diving into the shit, uh, diving into the crowd is not the equivalent to fucking going twelve rounds in the boxing ring. And, Man, and ain't nobody hands. looking for smart, educated motherfuckers like you. Who's fight and have knowledge of the sport? We looking for dipshits here. We looking for people yeah, like, oh, that's that motherfucking embarrassment. You know, it's an embarrassment to the sport, though, man. That's, come on, come on, man. You can't that embarrassment in the sport. Of your boxing. That's not that's a boxing thing. Man, man, yo, Habib cannot shoot hands, man. I know. You look at know like, that. Who? I don't think anybody says he can. We're just saying, will people so buy you, the fight? Will so people want to see? Will people no. want to see? Will the UFC fans want to see Floyd Mayweather, the person that they hate the most in life, old ass UFC, baby get his ass whooped? Let me tell you that's what That's what UFC fans. UFC fans won't buy into it because they well, know I mean, Habib is not a striker. He's not. I mean, I'm a I'm a I'm an MMA fighter, but UFC I know fans, is not a striker. Uh, UFC fans were talking about Ronda Rousey. Could beat Floyd Mayweather. These are the dumbest niggas uh-huh. on the planet. In, in MMA, uh-huh. in MMA, yes. In MMA, no, that was yes. Talking about. If that, they were, no, it, no, it doesn't matter. If they think, on the niggas. Yeah, it don't even in matter. Boxing, Either way no. it goes, they, they, boxing, they it don't no. matter if it's MMA no, or no, not. It, matter, it he, matters. I'm sorry. No, it didn't. Ronda Rousey was, is a bronze medal takedown artist in fucking judo. She get him on the floor. Yeah. She will break that boy's arm. She won't get him. up. She wouldn't get him on the floor because you that's don't a grown-ass man, You don't man, know jujitsu, you're drowning. You don't know jujitsu, you're drowning. You don't know jujitsu, you ain't shit in MMA. Floyd never trained so in jujitsu. So how did, uh, how did Conor McGregor win? Does he know jujitsu? He knows enough that he got trained. And uh, if I'm give – me, give me three weeks in jujitsu, and I'll be able to stop a woman yeah. from taking me down. It wasn't, wasn't Aldo. Remember Aldo? Wasn't he a jiu-jitsu master? He got hands put on his ass. This guy knocked out. What? Well, well, yeah, got knocked out when? Exactly. By Connor? He just yeah, quickly. Yeah, then, then he just run in there and just knocked him out. Well, yeah, shit. Connor got fucking shit. Connor got. I'm Connor got a good right hand, a good straight left hand shot. He, just, he caught him and knocked him out. It happened. How, how hard would Floyd Mayweather had to hit a woman to knock her out? She ain't gonna like, try to throw hands with him. Hey, this is this is she what won't this try is to throw the hands old. With him. She'll shoot for takedown. Beautiful people. Uh, 
Floyd has uh, no dollars in pitch on defense. He has no takedown. He don't defense. need any. You just need three weeks to beat yeah, a, a, a woman. Come on, Janelle. We talking about Yo, a week. Ronda Rousey. Come on, man. If you go on YouTube, she submitted men in fucking submission wrestling tournaments. In judo, yeah, in, in wrestling, where they're already on the ground wrestling she around, them down somebody in a fight, them. in a fight, where they throwing Floyd, hands, Floyd can't where they punching her, where they punching her in her face, where they kneeing her, when she was, you know, you what were they doing? They weren't doing none of that. So why couldn't James Tone do that against fucking Randy Couture? Is because that's a grown ass man. That's a grown ass man. he had no defense. He even, but we're talking about a man versus a man going in, and a going woman versus a man. I'm do you saying get that? Floyd won't be able to. Do you get that? That has nothing Floyd to do with him. anything. I, you, but you understand it has him. nothing to do with anything. Two heavyweights yeah, fighting a, a man versus a woman. I don't think it does. I think you give me two weeks and I'm, I'm whooping Ronda Rousey easily. I don't even think I need in to worry jiu-jitsu? about any jiu-jitsu. <laughs> really from, oh, oh, in a fight. Yeah, it's you know, fight. Yo, we're talking about a fight. Crazy. We're not talking crazy, about Mayweather. Man. We're not talking about Mayweather fighting her in the jujitsu match. We're talking about him fighting her, fighting her, either in boxing or in MMA. I think he whoops her ass. And guess who thinks he that he can win? UFC fans. And you can he sell the Habib fight, Khabib fight. You, they will be able to sell it to these guys easily. I don't man, know if he's doing yo, 200 dog, million, yo, but dog, it's an easy, dog. it's an easy 100 million dollar payday. For, it, uh, it won't, for, it won't even be that much, man. Nobody's gonna buy into that shit. It was like the fucking okay. Bergo fight. That's what you said. Ain't bought into that That's shit. what you said. That's what you said uh, against uh, McGregor when when it first came around. No, no, Nobody no. Was gonna I, buy knew it. Was gonna sell. Call, I knew that fight was gonna sell. 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 I knew it was gonna sell. My thing was that McGregor wasn't gonna fucking compete with anybody thought he was. But what'd you say, JP? I knew it was sell. Huh? I'm just saying, people mention that Berto fight, man. That Berto fight, in comparison to today's numbers, sold super pay per views. So that McGregor, that less than three hundred thousand, less than three hundred thousand. I don't think that was the number. Yeah, I thought it was more like six. Yeah, bullshit. Even you got on here fucking mention that shit afterwards, Willa. Even that what I I think. I thought it was more like it was back on the old show. I think it was. No, no, it was around. It was we were here. No, it, it was the old show. Ago, I don't think. No, yeah, yeah, oh, it yeah, was. Maybe it, it was, was the old show. Yeah, I think my I think people might have did. I don't know. I don't know, man. But I think it like even if he did three hundred thousand, that's more than niggas is doing these days. So that Yo. was the end of the pay per view. Pay per view era, oh, and I I don't know. Five, I mean, I no, 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 because Canelo. I just googled it. Five fifty. He just googled it. Five fifty. So I was right about six hundred thousand. Stop hating, hey. Canelo. Stop That's hating. Today. Today. That's not bullshit. I heard. I, now I'm bullshit. Now you heard. That's what you heard. No, 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 no. He's not hearing it. He's seeing it. He's looking at it. He's looking at it right now. I don't need to read it. I just googled it. He just Googled it. Now he don't see nothing. What's the number say, Janelle? And then we got to get out of here. Let me, I'm, I'm opening it right now. This, this is from ESPN.com. Hold up. I'm opening it right now. Just a second. And now what the fuck going on? It says between 400 uh, and 500,000 buys. It's not a specific number. I got, 
According to multiple sources, the Mayweather Bertles Showtime pay-per-view card was a box office bomb, selling 550,000 subscriptions at best. It could have done as few as 400,000, as one I'm source a, said. I'm opposed to what I said. As one I'm source best. said, but multiple industry sources said 500 subscriptions, 550 subscriptions. Why do numbers keep changing? Why do they keep changing? Well, Point being, let, let's just a, even it out and say it's, it's 500, whatever. No, no, no. Well, shit, what you Why want, not? four? You want, here, you four. want four? <laughs> what was my, <laughs> my nigga say, he want four. <laughs> if that's what he wants. If that's what he wants, that's yeah. more than these guys are doing now. That was probably one of the biggest pay-per-views since his time. Since it's been there, it's probably a top oh, 10 pay-per-view. Canelo sold over a million buys on on Triple T fight. What are you talking about? Wait, you well, he I had said? to fight the other biggest dude in the sport to sell that. Man, and when he fought Cotto, is it over a million buys against Cotto? Fighting Cotto is over a million buys against Cotto? That's another biggest dude in the sport. Who, who's who's and that Canelo's and equivalency that to Andre? What Amir Khan and, and I don't is think he really in, heard in me. pay-per-view sale? What Kirk And I don't think sell? he heard. Exactly. And I don't think he heard what I said. I said since. That fight, not fights before, since that fight, it's probably a top 10. I didn't say the best. I said a top 10 pay-per-view fight. No, that's what you said. You said that was anything. That's ever. exactly what I said. That's what you, that's what you said. No, I just, I just said and since, no. I said since that fight, it's probably been top 10. Era. Of course, that's, that's not top 10. Of Take no, archive. I did it, man. Take the archive. I, I said that was the Take end the of hey, that These niggas be mad. No, no, this is exactly. Hey, they be mad. This is exactly what I said. Hold on, JP. This is exactly what I said. I said that was the end of the era. That was the end of the era. Since that fight, he's probably era. a top ten era. Yeah, that was the end of it. The big, the big numbers were done know. since then, because no. they're not doing, because no one, because they're not doing that anymore. You name one fight, Floyd McGregor. You name Canelo so? versus no, you Floyd you McGregor. Name, uh, Triple G, Triple G versus what do you call it? He had Canelo. Me. Right, that's two fights. <laughs> I said top ten. That's two fights. I said top ten. I can't but get all right now. That's the two biggest dudes in the sport. That's the two biggest dudes in the sport, and you get one. You get under two million views. Mayweather was doing one point seven five with Victor Ortiz. Look, I see right here. Floyd Mayweather Andre Bird pay per view sales, which reached uh uh-huh. That fight had three hundred and twenty five pay per view buys. Man, what are you reading? I just sent it to you. Hey, I just sent it to you. Hey, we got. Hey, this boy's reading uh, the onion.com. I'm telling 30 you, thirty million gross. Uh, well, he's doing hey, five. He's on five. What you want? Page three. three. What you want? Page three. I just sent it to you. Look at it. That boy's it's a hater, man. Chat. But nah, hey, we got a call. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all, hold on real quick. We got a caller from. Don't buy that will be Floyd shit. Don't buy. Hold on, Janelle. Janelle, hold on, uh, man. Goddamn. I, I, I got you. We got a caller from. Yeah. We got a caller from the 404. Let's take it to them, see what they want to talk about, see if they own. 404, outside of the boxing podcast, what's popping? Hey, look, man. What up? This Nas ATL down here. Talk to y'all before. What's good, y'all? What's good, what up, man? Nas? What's good? I ain't shit, man. I'm cooling, bro. <laughs> what's going on, though, man? People comparing. I'm guessing Floyd and uh, Sweet Pea, is that what's going on? Or? 
Not really. No, bro, not, not really. We just yeah. Go explain it, Willow. Yeah. No, yeah, no. We're just we're just trying to. I don't know what the hell we're talking about. In fact, we we were talking about uh, Canelo. We were talking about Floyd fighting uh, Khabib. The word on the street is that Floyd ain't talking about fighting anybody, but but Khabib in some kind of boxing match. Habermeer uh, off the guy that beat um, Conor McGregor in the UFC. We were talking about that. We were talking. JP says they'll do about 200 million views, which I don't think it'll do that many, but it'll do a lot. And J and, and Janelle is just hating on Mayweather as he always does. That was pretty much it. <laughs> that shit won't sell a half a million. That shit will not go. Nah, it, it would sell. UFC fans will show up. Boxing fans will show up. But the, the reality of it is we didn't learn anything from the McGregor farce. It's a fake fight. It shouldn't happen. It would be a terrible fight. And Floyd would have to perform in the same way he did with McGregor, meaning carry the dude for some rounds to make it entertaining and seem like dude can win. But man, he should not do it. Man. You don't, don't think he get that hundred fifty no mil? Integrity, dude. I know plenty know of MMA guys have no integrity. I know plenty of MMA guys who gave Conor a chance at Floyd because Conor's was bigger than Floyd. And, and that he hit hard and stuff. <laughs> but, yo, Habib, no MMA guy is, is giving Habib a chance in a boxing match. None we, of them. The, well, hey, the, well, there is no MMA dude who's going to beat somebody like a master craftsman like Floyd in a boxing match. Like, just the, the idea the, of it is absurd. It's a cash grab. Like, there's but no my point that I'm making, exactly. But my point I'm making is that Habib is not even known for his striking the way McGregor was. At least he was known and made for knockout punches on their feet. He was known for that, and that's why it sold some. But in, in, in MMA, he's not known for fucking being a puncher because he's not a good puncher. Yeah. Right. So, like, that's MMA guys, cool. I, I, mean, I fight pro MMA. And I'm telling you, Khabib in the boxing ring, come on, man. He, he's, he, dog, dog. If he lands his best shot, he's not going to even stagger Floyd. You know what I mean, yeah. yo, dog, this is bullshit. I think ain't no way how that fight was still a half a million bucks. No way in hell. But I, I oh, tell you, no, what, that it, it would sell. Whoever said it wouldn't sell is really underestimating Floyd. Floyd has figured out that the hate me guy approach, which works. And when you mix Boom. Islam with that in America, oh, he could do that easy, easy work. You think wearing that sombrero Boom. or something? Imagine what he would do with this. This easy money. Ooh, he better not do, do that. Oh, you think he won't? I, I think so. <laughs> I, I don't think Floyd is that low, man. Floyd ain't that low, man. Come on. Man. Yeah, he yeah, that's, that's really. Come no, on, man. No, yeah. oh, man. Floyd ain't that thirsty, man. Alright. You never can't be we, that we, thirsty, you never We are all fans of a sport where we saw Bernard Hopkins throw Tito Trinidad's flag in the trash. It's boxing, bro. Like ain't right. no ain't no low. <laughs> Yeah, no, you're right. No, you're right point. about that. Boxing has no integrity. No integrity. Yeah, yeah. And, and Hopkins is why he was a Puerto Rican. Yo, that man had some balls. And my fuck with the Puerto Rico and threw their flag on the floor and they chased his ass. He had some <laughs> you balls. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that man had some balls. I can't lie. He got some balls, boy. Yeah. He showed up. Well, hey, too. fellas. I think that's where we're going to end it, man. About to be 12 o'clock out here on Hey, the man. Fuck all that. Fuck all that. But yeah, man. Hey, where you we at? Get out of here. I'm out here. I'm still out here in Miami, man. About to. I'm gonna be leaving out here 
in the morning. That's my hometown. So I'm about to take my ass, take my ass back to to Texas where it's real, man. Before we get out of here, JP, you want to say anything for before we go? I ain't got nothing, man. I, I can't wait to – I hope Manny pulls it off, man. I mean, it's a celebration. We celebrate icons and living legends. You know, this is one of the last of the dying breed. I'm certain we will never see another fighter in the modern day have 70 fights. So, man, cherish this guy while he lasts because he's a relic. He's the last – he's a fucking dinosaur, a unicorn. This the last dude you'll ever see with, se- with 70 fights. I disagree because I never got from one of those. Hey, Janelle, countries. anything you want to say before we get out of here? Well, <laughs> I see another guy from one of the third world countries who will begin uh, their pro career at the age of 16 or 15 or even 14. And I can see them fighting that long and that many fights because those guys are hungry. Those guys, like, like I said, those guys live in trees over there. I ain't being racist, but it's a fact. And those guys are poor and they're hungry. So I can see one of those guys again fighting. Uh, 70 fights, you know what I mean? Because, okay. again, they start young over there, you know what I mean? Yes, I'm the sir. amateur is the pro over there, so, you know what I mean? All right. Well, we got to remember that Canelo is probably about to be coming up on 70 fights his damn self. So, um, I think that's where we're going to end it. Hopefully, we get my man RC. Well, he was here at the early, at the beginning of the show. Hopefully, he'll be back for that 9 a.m. on the Eastern on on the dot. We're starting, so hopefully it'll be there. If not, we'll let JP take over, but we're hoping and we're wishing that our brother RC will come over and take over the reins, which he does so well, and break down all the fights for this weekend. Tiafimo Lopez, Dillian White's fight, and, of course, Manny Pacquiao versus Keith Thurman for that, what is that, WBA welterweight title. But we'll catch y'all on, Saturday, on Sunday outside this boxing podcast midweek show. We're out of here. Peace.